Welcome everyone to this episode of Palmetto Guardian. Today we talk about the Youth Challenge Program. Welcome everyone. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. So it's finally the first week of December. This year is flying by so fast. Yeah, and you guys can put up your Christmas trees now. <laughs> I think some people have already put up their Christmas trees, but... I don't believe in that. I think my mom put up ours, like, last week. But we don't. We haven't done an actual Christmas tree the last couple years. We've done... Um, she bought, like, this wire mannequin when she lived in North Carolina, and she put... She made a skirt out of lights, and then, like dresses it all up it's kind of cool so that's what we've used the past couple years because my house isn't really big enough to put a full christmas tree Mm -hmm. so that's what we've done and it's pretty cool yeah it'd be dead like if you bought a christmas tree like before thanksgiving it'd be dead before christmas so you'd have to continuously like water it that's why we get fake trees yeah which it, it takes out of the fun of it but then the the trees like the dry trees will just go up in flames like that why are you being like negative Nancy? No, right I'm now? just being opti- I'm just being optimistic. <laughs> I'm not too passionate towards people that uh put their Christmas trees up before Thanksgiving or play Christmas music before yeah, Christmas that, or before December. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's different. And I feel like um as the years go on, like it gets earlier and earlier. And it's like Black Friday. Like Black yeah. Friday is supposed to be Friday, but it's slowly leaking in to Thursday and it's like that's not really considered Black Friday anymore. Like you should worry about spending time with your family and not trying to go out and get whatever, something for half off whenever. Yeah, I was listening to this advertisement, or I was listening to a YouTube video, and this advertisement came up, and it's like, or Black Friday starts now. And yeah. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> that defeats the purpose of Black Friday, but I don't know. Some people like that kind of stuff. I would rather spend time with family and make memories. Not, not elbow people in the face to get some toy or get some TV. Yeah. But, well, today we have some special guests. Um, they are going to be talking to us about the Youth Challenge Program. And, I mean, I've I've been in the Guard long enough to know what it is, but I don't really know the ins and outs of it. I know you were saying earlier, because you stay at McCready during the week, how you see them walking around and stuff in the evenings and yeah doing pt and all that stuff yeah so um we're gonna have them come in they're gonna talk about the program and what it's all about okay so today we have latoya reed she's the director for the youth challenge and the job challenge program um we also have Derek Pugh. he's the director or he's the deputy director for youth challenge and we also have Alyssa campbell and she is the deputy director for job challenge so welcome, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you for having us. I know this is the first podcast that we've had three guests, so we're going to see how this works out. <laughs> but um, we're really happy to have you guys. Um, could you just explain a little bit about what Youth Challenge is? Well, um, it's a program, a quasi-military program um, for youth ages 16 to 18 years old. We accept youth from throughout the state of South Carolina. We have two cycles a year, one in January, one in July. And those cycles go 22 and a half weeks long. So there they can get their um, GED, or, and we're trying to start some um, high school courses that they can get some high school credit also. 
Um, so they don't have to, what are the requirements to come in other than the age? Do So they don't have to have a high school um, diploma? They can. No, this program is mainly for those who are dropouts mm-hmm. and those who are just having difficulty in the normal school setting. So if like susp- getting suspended all the time or expelled or something like that, just not making it in the normal school setting. Yeah. So <laughs> you look like you have something to say over there. <laughs> no, we we always kind of tag team off of yeah. off of each other when yeah. we're talking. Um, I think one of the most important things to recognize is uh, when when we out in the community, a lot of people say, "Oh, yeah, I work for the program with the bad kids," and that's clearly not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, at least seventy five percent of our kids have had no run ins with the law, um, and uh, we're we're in the process of trying to rebrand our program because you know for years. Um, we had the stigma of accepting kids from DJJ and um, um, moving forward. That's not the way that the National Guard Bureau designed the program to be. It's for those kids that are, like Ms. Reed said, um, have the have the chance of dropping out and not returning to school. So we give them, we, we bring them to our program, which is 22 and a half weeks long, and give them the opportunity to, uh, to gain the um, discipline and structure that they need to be able to move forward in life. So that's the most important thing about what we do. Yeah, I'm glad that you bring that up because, like you were saying, there's a stigma on um, the program being for kids who get in a lot of trouble and everything like that. And sometimes it's just kids need structure, and they can't find that at school. So the program that you guys um, run over at U Challenge, I mean, I feel like it helps them build structure and allow them to see that they can do anything and they just need to put their mind to it. Yeah. And then, you know, we, we try to be careful about how we say things about the, the school district because that's who we partner with to make sure that we get the kids that we need for our program. And uh, with technology nowadays, our kids are so much more advanced than we were when we were coming up and we were in that, that age group. Mm-hmm. I think technology was on the brink when we were first, when we first started, when we first graduated from high school, and now, I mean, we walk around with little small computers in our hand. <laughs> so it's not like it's not unlikely for kids to get bored with school because of the pace of everything that goes on in school. But um, and 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 that's what happens. I remember, I recall last cycle we had a kid that had a three point eight GPA. Oh wow! And you know, just talking to him and having a conversation with him, he said school was bored. Mm-hmm. So he just made like he was going to school, and then when his parents left he come back home and play video games. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that we yeah. deal with with the young people these days. So can you explain a little bit about what the job challenge is? Because I haven't heard about that. Well, job challenge is our like our second phase program. You have to complete youth challenge in order to get to job challenge. And I'm going to let the deputy director, Alyssa, explain a little bit more about that. Okay. So one of our components of youth challenge is trying to positively place our cadets by the time they graduate. And job challenge is one option for positive placement. We have a partnership with Midlands Technical College, so we help those cadets that enter into the job challenge program get trade certifications or college-level academic courses that they can apply towards further education when they finish job challenge. Okay, that was going to be my next question, because I remember, I think it was last year I came out and covered one of the graduations, and they were talking about students going to Midlands Tech, and so I guess it's the job challenge program. So that's separate from Youth Challenge. You know, I always like to jokingly say when I'm talking to uh, military folks, I say it, um, Youth Challenge is sort of like basic training, mm-hmm. and Job Challenge is sort of like AIT. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, so how long has the program been around now? Youth Challenge 
21 years. Oh, wow. A for over 21 years. Now, is that just for the state or is that, because I know other states have you challenged, correct? That's just for the just state. Just for the state, okay. I think nationally, I, I know it's over that. I mm-hmm. want to say 30 almost. I think it's around 30. Around yeah. 30 years. That's awesome. But nationally, that, but state-wise, we 21 years, just a little over 21 years. Awesome. And yeah. the job challenge started in 2015, and we were one of the first three states to get a job challenge program. Oh, wow. That's yes. awesome. So, um, now how long have each of you been working there? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a little bit of different, uh, lengths of time that you've all been there. So for, I've only been in this position, February will be two years exact. February 2nd will be two years. And I'm a year in what, three months? Three, four months. Three, four months. Yeah. I've been involved with the program for eight years, but I only just moved into the deputy director position in August. Awesome. And the, I mean, no matter how long you've been there, how does it make you feel seeing like these kids come in from day one to graduation day? Like how, how does that make you feel? And like all the changes and challenges that you guys have to go through. So, oh, go ahead. So I laugh because <laughs> uh, director Reed gets on me all the time. Cause at graduation, it's a real emotional time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I get an opportunity to see the kids come in and then, at graduation, it kind of like culminates everything that they've been through, mm-hmm. everything that they're going to potentially go through, and it's just overwhelming. And I tell the staff all the time, you know, if you don't get emotional about the kids graduating and see them move on to the next level, like, you might be in the wrong job. Mm-hmm. Because um, when you see these kids come in with wild haircuts, pants, <laughs> pants sagging, just being regular teenagers, mm-hmm. and then – you get an opportunity to talk to them at the graduation and they come up to you or myself or Miss Reed or Deputy Campbell and say, you know, thank you for saving my life and shake your hand with a firm handshake and look you in the eye. And that alone nowadays is is uh, worth the 22 and a half weeks mm-hmm. because those types of values are not instilled in young people as they were back in the day. So for us to be able to have that kind of effect on young people slash millennials or whatever they call this, 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 <laughs> this group of kids nowadays is, is just, it's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you think about all the other avenues that could have happened. They could have not come to youth challenge and they could be over at the uh, department of corrections off of broad river or anyway, any, any one of our department of corrections in the state of South Carolina. So to have given them the opportunity to be able to change their lives and, and uh, see it, all come together at the end. It's emotional for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, from, from day one to graduation, mm-hmm. it's like a growth spurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you see them come in one way and they leave another way. Granted, some still have a lot, a lot of growth to do, but for the most part, these young people come in at the beginning and it's very difficult to deal with them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's challenging to deal with them at the beginning. But as time goes, as they learn the conflict resolution skills and the life skills and the leadership skills and all the other stuff that we teach them, they get this. And by the end, most of them got it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's a transition that's like, it's amazing to see them from day one to up until graduation. It's a total transition. Amazing to see. Yeah, I, I like how you brought up um, how it's emotional because I've 
I think I've covered two graduations and it is emotional and I didn't even know the kids that were going through it, but to know what I've been through growing up and going and joining the military and all the training I've been through and just to see the parents so proud of them Mm -hmm. because they have changed. Like they've learned how to cope with things. They learn how to deal with stress and they're structured. And my brother, um, Growing up, he went to a school similar to what the youth challenges. Um, he wasn't a troubled kid. He just needed structure. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it reminds me of him whenever I go to youth challenge and see these kids or if I'm at McCrady and they're marching to the PT track or mm-hmm. if they're doing whatever they're doing. Like, it is a sense of pride and um, it is emotional because um, – you just you connect with them in a certain way and it's it's awesome to see how they progress and like I said I've only been at the graduations I haven't seen from your perspective where it's from day one Mm -hmm. to day to the last day but it's awesome to come out and see the parents they're just so proud of them and um and they're just they're so happy to see them grow and the changes that they make and everything. Yeah. One of the things that we have done under Miss Reed's leadership is, you know, we we have a um, uh, we have a binding clause that that tells us that we have to follow our kids for a year after they've done completed um, youth challenge, mm-hmm. and but we've taken it a step further. Um, we've opened ourselves up for kids after that year that if they need us for anything, that they can call us and come back. And you'll be surprised at the kids that give us calls just to tell us, you know, sir, I was thinking about you. I want to tell you I love you, and this is what I have going on now. And I wanted to let you know because I know you're, you're, you're vested in what I have going on in the future. And believe it or not, whether we want to or not, we are connected to these kids in a holistic way for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm whether it's good or bad. I mean, you know, we have some kids that I like to call it skate through the program, but they go through the program and then they end up getting themselves in trouble. And it's heartbreaking because people will send us articles or links to local news stations. And we see our kids, our babies, our Miss Reed's babies, as she likes <laughs> to call them. We see them on the news for making bad mistakes, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, of course, in life, we all going to make mistakes, and we're adults, and we still make mistakes. But, you know, what we try to get our kids to understand is, like, you know, live life but limit those mistakes because some of those mistakes are going to cost you your freedom. Mm-hmm. And we, we try to harp on that. And so, you know, to see something negative happen to one of our kids in the community, it's heartbreaking. I mean, you know, you go from the emotion of being excited for them to graduate and then maybe three, four months down the line, they get themselves in trouble and somebody sends you the article and you're looking at, you're looking at little Tommy, like, man, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. it's almost pull on your heartstrings to want to go out and visit them wherever they at and say, <laughs> you know, what did I do wrong? Yeah. But you know, um, I learned a long time ago, some 20 years ago when I started working into this, in- working in this industry, like we can't save them all. Mm-hmm. But I know for sure, and I can speak for the three of us at this table, we're going to try everything that we can to make sure that we give them the best, to give them the best option in the future. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the um, requirements to become an instructor? An instructor or a teacher or? Well, the guys that like, um, I don't know what you would call them. Cadre? Cadre, yes. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like, I should have done my research before. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. Well, the cadre... um, you can have a high school diploma or a GED um, with some experience working with youth. 
And also, is there anything else I'm missing? Um, no, ma'am. Preferably, we would like for them to have some type of military experience. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing is that they have a heart for what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if, if, you, if it's not embedded in you, then you're kind of wasting. We're wasting our time and we're wasting your time. Mm -hmm. Because it's going to be times. Yeah. And then the application is always posted under the state website, under the Adjutant General's office. Okay. And so people can apply all day, every day. And that we're, we're always need, we always need that. <laughs> and that role is a little bit different for the job challenge side. We call our cadre youth specialists. Okay. Um, under job challenge, we don't have as much access to our case managers and counselors, so we expect our cadre to take on a little bit more of a mentoring role in job challenge. So we changed that title to youth specialists because it don't have to be quite as much, so much like drill sergeants as they are in, in youth challenge. Yes. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. um, now, what's a typical day for uh, a new, do you call them cadets or cadets? cadets? Like mm -hmm. what would be a typical day for them? So from like waking up at whatever time to the time uh, they go to bed? PT first thing in the morning yeah, when they wake up. It's kind of different though. Like yeah. um, the first two weeks, we call it acclimation phase. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of like a that's kind of like a for lack of a better term, it's kind of like hell week. Yeah. We try to get them acclimated to what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Um. Or go. Of course, most of them are about out of shape. Um. Haven't done any physical training, but um. So that schedule is kind of different from our daily schedule. Okay. Yeah. So. And so once they get out of acclimation phase. It's usually wake up about 5 o'clock, 5 a.m. Yes, ma'am. And then they go do PT. Of course, they do the um, hygiene stuff first, and then they do PT. And then they go to breakfast around 6.30, yes, 7 o'clock. And after breakfast, they'll probably have a little bit time in the dorm to clean up and things like that. And then they go to school from 8 a.m. to all the way to 3 p.m. Mm -hmm. And after that is usually – either drill, um, drilling ceremony or, or some type of PT or we got extracurriculum activities for them to do and different things like that. Mm -hmm. So now you guys, uh, send your, do you guys have, I don't know if you would call them programs or, um, like I've gone to events and you've had color guard mm -hmm. and it come out. Like, do you have a lot of other things like that that you implement or is it just that's one thing that you do? Yeah, we started implementing programming because programming is important, mm -hmm. especially to young people. You, you have to keep them busy, but most of all, you have to teach them. You have to continue to teach them in everything that you do. So programming, we went from having very little programming the last few years to more programming the last what year and a half now mm -hmm. so we got public speaking for the kids now for those who want to participate in leadership and mm -hmm. those who want to participate in the youth advisory board um, so we have public speaking classes we have art classes we have um what what cooking else we have classes. so cooking classes yes. um we yep. have different um leadership classes that we offer that we partner with certain people in the community such as Tim Bowers come in and he does a like a eight week um, class with some of the guys and girls when it comes to setting goals and, and living going from average to awesome and different things like that so we have a lot of programming and looking to get more as we continue to grow one of the most important things though our team they wear so many hats mm -hmm. a lot of our staff um, they come up with great ideas. Um, myself, Miss Reed, and, and Deputy Campbell, we pride ourselves on allowing our team to do their work. 
and uh, think outside the box. And we always tell them, you know, if it doesn't, um, if, if it doesn't harm the kids and it's not a detriment to the program, then go for it. Because we're a firm believer in allowing people to be able to be, have the autonomy to move and do what they need to do to, um, to be productive. Mm -hmm. You know, um, a lot of times um, our staff will come up with, like we had a Marvel, um, Marvel movie club, Marvel movie club. Like <laughs> one of our staff, he was just into Marvel movies uh -huh. and yeah. he was like, you know what? I'm going to do a Marvel movie club. Awesome. He get opportunity to spend time with kids, mm -hmm. get an opportunity to spend time with the kids yeah. and it gives them a break from the monotony of the regular day. And they look forward to that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And especially and when media specialist. Yeah. He does uh photography okay. with yeah. the kids. So just different things that we we've done over the past couple of cycles um, to just give the kids some opportunity to do something different besides going to class and going back to the dorm. Yeah, yeah. we just had a fall festival. Yes, ma'am. Um, to you know, a lot of our kids, even though they're sixteen to eighteen years old, they still want to go trick or treating. <laughs> so, so we had to um, do something. And one of our um, staff, I think one of our teachers, came up with the idea of a fall festival, and that went so well. Yeah. Um, they had music, they had candy. Games, um, yeah, food. I yeah. mean, it was it was good. Yeah. So they had fun. They enjoyed themselves. So we kind of do um, field trips. We have the prom coming up. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so we kind of give them those experiences like they would experience in high school. Mm -hmm. um, we try to make some of those experience in our program also because you have to be, even though we're military and we're disciplined, we still have to be youth friendly. Yes. And we still have to have fun mm -hmm. because young people like to have fun. Mm -hmm. So our program can't be serious 24-7 with no fun involved. We have to be youth-friendly, and when we are youth-friendly, we have fun. So yeah. We had an ex outstanding event on Friday. It was our international day. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think that was awesome. Um, when they first brought the plans to us, I was like, ah, okay, go for it. <laughs> but – once they put it together, we have a lot of people, a lot of diversity um, on our team. Mm -hmm. So everybody from their different cultures made food. They talked about where they were from. They did PowerPoint presentations for the kids. Uh, they uh, did song and dance. And, you know, I had an opportunity to, to do the closing remarks, and I just wanted the kids to understand that, you know, the world is a melting pot. And it's important to understand different cultures. And just because somebody's different from you doesn't mean that they're weird. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and, and the, the reaction that we received from the kids after the program was awesome. I think it's something that we need to keep up and go, go <laughs> forward with every cycle, just giving our kids that exposure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, what are ways that people can um, reach out to you? Like if they want to apply or if they want their uh, kid, their child to attend. What are ways that we can get in contact with you? Where we we're on social media, okay. um, Facebook, Instagram, um, everything, yeah. <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> and, and we also have a website. Um, it's www. Youth Challenge. Is it SC Youth Challenge? SC Youth Challenge. Okay, SC Youth Challenge. <laughs> I always get it mixed up. Is it Youth Challenge or yes, mm -hmm. SC Youth Challenge. Com. So. Um, you can reach us on our website. You can call us, um, Google us. We're there. It'll pop up. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys would like to add about the program or maybe something that I didn't ask? Any closing remarks? We just, um, I know 
under Miss Reed's leadership, we're trying to be more visible in the community, and we're trying to make sure that we that we connect with people not only to uh, help improve the program, but to give our kids the exposure that they need to be to add to them becoming productive citizens in society. When we do um, when we do um, community service events, I always when we're talking to the uh, leadership committee or the leadership staff, I always tell them, you know, I don't want the kids out on the side of the road picking up paper. Mm-hmm. I want them to be able to go and do viable uh, um, community service, things that could help them in the future. Um, we know everybody's not going to be dealt the good hand of cards, so you have to play what hand is dealt to you. So, you know, if any of our young ladies get into abusive relationships, I want them to be able to go and do community service at the uh, women's shelter. So if they ever need any help in the future, they'll know where to go. Or if, if God forbid, if any of our kids are homeless, they know where they can go and get a meal or they know where they can go and get different services. And I think that's very important to add to the toolbox of things that we give them. So that's one of the things that we're trying to do, trying to make sure that we establish ourselves in the community as a footprint of what we need to do and just not, uh-oh, they go, you challenging those bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for parents um, that's discouraged with their teenagers, um, it's – I want them to keep in mind that it's opportunities for them and not to give up. Um, Contact us. We will be able to see what we can do to help out parents, young people, as much as possible. So we run into a lot of parents that sometimes they have a tough time with their teenagers and they're on the verge of giving up. And so sometimes it is hope. And so we want to let all the parents know who's having trouble with their teenagers or if somebody knows a troubled teenager, mm-hmm. um, it, whether it's a neighbor, a niece, a nephew, whatever, whatever it is, um, youth challenge is there to help. So, Well, awesome. You guys are doing a great job. We are still accepting applications okay. for the cycle starting January 6th. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So, so the, is there a cycle right now or is it over with? The cycle ends um, December 11th. We have graduation for Youth Challenge. Job Challenge just ended. Well, we still have three more that yes. to graduate with Youth Challenge, but we just had Job Challenge graduation on Friday. Okay. So we celebrated those cadets who were participating in the certificate programs at Midlands Tech. Okay. Yep. All right, well, you guys are doing an awesome job. I mean, I've seen a lot of changes since I've been around in public affairs, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure that there will be more changes to come. Um, You guys are always welcome to come back, and we can do another podcast with you if there's any topics or specific areas that you want to touch. But, again, thank you all for coming in today and talking with us about Youth Challenge. Thank you. you We appreciate it. It was great to have everybody i feel like from the youth challenge come in and talk to us today mm-hmm. i would list off all their names but uh there's quite a few of them and their job titles are a little long but um they had some really good information um so i'm glad that they were able to come and give us a little bit more insight on what the program is i know that you didn't get to actually sit down and ask them questions yeah. but um that was the first podcast that we've had with three guests so that was kind of cool to experience that and see how that flows and works out because if you train at McCready, you're eventually going to see a bunch of kids running around or wearing like blue or red shirts or whatever. And you're going to be like, oh, what the heck? What are they doing here? Yeah. And you're know, like, not, it should be, it uh, should be that uh, everyone's going to eventually find out. It's like, okay, that's a youth challenge or whatever. Whatever it is, they're just going to be like, okay, they're there. Yeah. But, and I think a lot of people know what youth challenge is. They just, there's a stigma about it and they automatically assume like it's kids that, who, like they were saying, who have been to um, 
juvie or who have gotten into a lot of trouble. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just kids that need a little structure and direction Mm -hmm. and they might just be bored with school or maybe they're just having issues at home and they don't know how to deal with it. So they're acting out. So the program is not what they're trying to break the stigma of what the program is. Yeah, because that's what I thought it was. I know. I mean, I knew that my brother, when I was in high school, went through a program similar. So I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't know the ins and outs of mm-hmm. the program. So, um, But it's just like anything in the military. People have stigmas about all kinds of stuff. And sometimes you just have to figure out a way to break the stigma. So having them come on and talk to us about the program definitely helps. Um, and they're there to help. They're there to guide young uh, kids into the direction that, they need or want to go and um like Derek was saying he it makes him feel proud and emotional whenever he sees these new kids from day one to graduation day and just how much they've changed and how much they've grown and to see how proud their parents are of them um and like I was saying I've been able to experience the graduations and covered a couple of them and it really is emotional and I didn't even know the kids and I wanted to cry just because you could see like, it's like when you graduate basic training or AIT or even any school that you go to in the military and Mm -hmm. your family's there and you just see how proud they are of you and the pride that they have. And it's just, it's overwhelming, but it's also, it allows them to realize that they're doing something good and that their parents really care about what they're doing. And they, um, they're proud of how, where they came from and where they're going. So it's definitely a really good program. Um, Is it like they have, when, once they complete 12th grade, they're gone? No. it. So it's basically for kids who either have dropped out of high school or are on the verge of dropping out. Oh, okay. And the program helps them um, take classes to acquire their GED. Mm-hmm. They were also saying that they're um, – they're tr- they're implementing high school courses, so I don't know if that means that's probably a question I should have asked. I don't know if that means that um, they can either receive a high school diploma or a GED. I don't know. Don't quote me on that because yeah. I could be completely wrong. But um, and then they also have the job challenge, which is a certificate program through Midlands Tech after they complete you challenge and acquire their GED to allow them to get certified in different kind of jobs that they can have in the civilian sector. Okay. So um, it challenges them in a sense. Cause like, I mean, when I was in school, I honestly didn't like school. Like I did the bare minimum, not saying I was bad or anything, Mm. but I just, I wanted to work. I wanted to make money. And I feel like maybe that's because I grew up with my parents divorced and my mom was single and I just, I wanted to, work and make money. I wanted to do things on my own. I wanted to be independent. So my focus wasn't on getting a 4.0 average. My focus was go to school, pass my classes and graduate and just work. I've (laughs) I've seen people that they would like, they got like a, for a project in like an art class, they, they're like a plus, a plus student, like top 10 of 300 kids or something like that mm-hmm. and they cried because uh, this one person cried because she got a b and i'm like i'd take that i'd be like i'm <laughs> but yeah no i'd some kids well some kids grow up in that atmosphere where they want to be perfect they want to be valedictor- valedictorian they want to um 
they want to make all A's, whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like they then you got folks that just like they're just having a rough time, rough upbringing, or, or they're just not interested. Like I, yeah. like it's not that I wasn't interested in school, but I, like I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's one of those gray areas. But I was just ready to work. Like I'm a fast learner, mm-hmm. so I just did what I had to do. I graduated, and here I am. GED, GED or no I graduated high school oh, okay yeah I just I mean some people they're just like yeah I'm not gonna waste my time I'm just gonna go get my GED and get out or they're super smart to where they're not being challenged enough and so yeah they're not focused on the right things and they might get themselves in trouble and all that kind of stuff so the U challenge program helps give them structure helps challenge them mm-hmm. and shows them that they can do something that they didn't think they could do so it's definitely a great program. Um, so if there's anybody out there that knows somebody or might have questions for their kids or even are interested in applying to work in the program, um, you can search them on Google. Like they were saying, they have a Facebook page. They have Instagram and Twitter. They also have um, their own website. And we're going to link all those in the description below so that if you have questions, you can reach out to them and they can let you know. Um, what you need to do to either get in the program or apply for the, the program. Um, we're still trying to hit those 500 subscribers. Slowly climbing up there. I know. I think our goal was, what, the 1st of January we wanted to hit it, I believe. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I know we were going Erskine, for 500, yeah. Yeah, Erskine and I, in one of the podcasts, we were talking about it, and I want to say it was the 1st. So you guys have about one more month to... Wait. We got like 360, 370. No, we got, we got 371. We're at 371. Dang. Mm-hmm. You need to keep up, Andrews. Yeah, I got to <laughs> go with the times. <laughs> don't don't reverse us back. Like, we're trying to grow. We're not trying to lose subscribers. I'm trying to be humble. <laughs> but um, hopefully before the first, we can hit 500 subscribers so that we can get a bloopers video out for you guys. Um, we're hitting, what, one in the 40s episode 40 some episodes now and I mean we haven't even I couldn't even tell you how long we've been doing this I probably should look that up yeah. it's been a couple of months it's been less than a year I know that this would be like what because a historian this is gonna be like 44 43 or 44 yeah something like that so yeah. maybe by the end of the year we'll have we'll hit 50 and that's another <laughs> thing that I re- remembered is um when we hit our 100th podcast, we're going to try to come up with something special. So if there's any thing that you guys want to hear or any guests that you want to come on, please let us know in the comments. Um, or if there's just if like something you want us to talk about for the 100th episode, um, let us know. But if you're watching this on YouTube or listening on iTunes, make sure that you're liking, you're subscribing, um, you're hitting the bell so that you know whenever new videos are popping up. This month we're going to have several other videos that we post that aren't related to the podcast. So be on the lookout for those. They're going to be um, some good information as well as just um, looking at the guard over the last year kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, just make sure that you're liking, subscribing, and you're following us on all of our social media. And we also, um, I believe our website has changed, so we're going to fix our logo that has the new South Carolina National Guard website. I don't know it off the top of my head, so I can't say it, but we'll put it in the description below. Um, So, yeah. Anything else, Andrews? 
Now uh, you've answered it all. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. And I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. And we'll catch you in the next episode.